Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So there was a lot of shows like that, and I am very interested to see what Lucy's Snow Day shows uh, could be. So let's bring her in now. BetQL writer and host of Back to the Futures each and every Sunday night. She is Lucy Burge. Always Boston strong, it's Lucy Burge. How do you like them, Alex? All right, Lucy. Last time I think you were on the show, you told us about all the sitcoms that you fell asleep to. So I feel like you (laughs) probably have some of these that you watched as a child that now you enjoy more. But I've got to ask the question of the hour. What was on the docket on your TV when it came to snow days? Yes, good morning. Uh, snow days were always so fun. The It's funny you mentioned Arthur because that was a big one. I was obsessed with Arthur. We would watch Arthur all the time growing up. PBS and Nickelodeon all the time. I had a full lineup of shows and I look back and I thought, how did I possibly watch that much television? But I guess I did because Nickelodeon, it was Doug, it was Hey Arnold, it was all like, at this line, Keenan and Kel, all that. Like, and I watched all these shows. I could sing the Drake and Josh theme song. I was at home uh, like a while. It was, this was maybe a year ago now. <laughs> and Drake and Josh, I was just flipping through the channels for fun. It came on and I sang the entire theme song and my dad was there and he was like I've never heard that in my life and I was like we've watched that a million times that show there's just so many Mm -hmm. shows but Arthur Arthur was the big one and I still to this day the library card song from Arthur I have it stuck in my head all the time it is such a bop having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card to me to kids at that time that was like tiesto now that was the hit song that you get stuck in your oh my god that song played at the clubs yes that would have been at the clubs for kids at that time that song absolutely slapped but i still i remember sabrina the teenage witch that was a big one as well um 
That was my, I remember at that point, episodes that you would see that you would really hope would come on again. And I would look at the TV guide and I would say, which Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode is going to be next? The one where she kisses Harvey for the first time. That was a big one. Hope that comes on in like a couple weeks again. The one where she does this (laughs) or that. So I would look at the TV guide and think about which uh, episodes were going to be next. And should have probably looked ahead if like, oh, I'll be sick this day so that I can watch this episode on during the day. Because <laughs> the TV Guide, TV Guide was all the rage back then. Oh, you know what's awesome about TV Guide? The crosswords in the back because they yep. were so easy. And I thought, yeah. oh, I'm so smart. I know all of these. What is a three-letter word for a furry character on NBC? A-L-F, Alf, got it. So I always thought I was so much smarter. You want an easy crossword, People Magazine crossword. Easiest crossword you'll find. I used to do those at the Guns Smart. (laughs) So of all those shows, when you think about whether it was on Nickelodeon, whether it was just in the afternoon, I know you watch a lot of old school TV as well, whether it was Leave it to Beaver, whatever it may be. So when you think about all of those shows, the one show from your childhood, what is the one do you think holds up now where you thought, you know what, I'll still watch it now? Yeah, and I would say I would say Seinfeld because that I didn't. Okay. So I, my parents love or my mom loves Seinfeld, but she wouldn't. We wouldn't watch it when we were growing up because we wouldn't get the jokes. It's like Frasier, and I've watched a good bit of Frasier as well. But I think Seinfeld because there are so many uh, day to day instances and in just normal life uh, that you can relate to on that show. Mm-hmm. And I realize as I get older how much I understand relate to it more than when. And and I guess my mom was right because I didn't. Uh, I would never have understood any of that as a kid but now you see different instances and you're like yeah yeah of course you you know you find yourself um owning a chicken named little jerry seinfeld and there's a light across the hallway like yeah of course that that is the chicken store like everyday life stuff no but there are things in seinfeld that you can interactions that you're like oh i know how jerry feels at this moment like you got to get out of this this social interaction here but that's where like there was a, a time i was the uh, stayed in, in new york one night and i was staying at the marriott in Times Square and the lights from Times Square were coming in the hotel window and I felt like I feel like Kramer with the chicken light the store light across the way like it's things of like oh I can see this inside felt and I feel like there are moments that in that and I guess the office too because I was growing up at that time when that was on where there's a moment for everything that happens in life there's a moment in the show that you can relate to it or there's a gif now that you can use for that because I feel like Seinfeld and the office are the two that I think about with those. Yeah, for me, I think it was everybody love Ra- uh, everybody yeah. loves Raymond. I always yeah. thought it was funny, but it's way more relatable to me now than it ever was. Like I am starting to really laugh at some of the jokes when it comes to like the mother-in-law and the family and the husband and wife dynamics. Now that I've been married almost 10 years now, which is crazy. And that makes me sound really old. Uh, but Lucy, I want to ask you about this too. Because I have been freezing my tail off here in Nashville, and we have had really cold weather, but I've got to salute to you because no matter how cold it is where you are in the Northeast, you are doing the hot girl walks and these amazing outfits. <laughs> Yesterday, I feel like I saw snowflakes on your eyebrows. And exactly. the mom and me was like, I got to send her a hat. She has to be freezing. Do you not get cold? 
A little chilly. It's a little chilly, <laughs> but I will say the coat helps a lot. But yeah, it's a, it's a little chilly. I wouldn't be out for more than more than an hour because I'm going to run errands. So I just walk around. The, the footwear is important. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's a little chilly, but you you know, for for the for the people, you got to give them what they want. And I feel like I don't want to wear like a huge sweatshirt around because when did you get too hot? So you get a balance. You right. get a big coat and like a smaller top, and then your, your leggings or the leggings are are fine or or whatever. And I feel like uh, the snowflakes on the eyebrows really that's that's the the line you draw. We're like, okay, it really is snowing now. So that's where it's like, all right, let's, let's get inside. <laughs> You're yeah, like a hat. lineman that won't wear the sleeves. Yeah, like you Tyree are the equivalent Kill. of Tyree Kill not wearing any damn sleeves. That was to, like a message by though. the cheeks. Right. What's well, I feel doing? like mm. he's sending a message and maybe I will too. He's sending a message like, no, the haters can't stop me. If it's snowing, no, I'm still going to give my, my bets in the snow, but I'm still go for a walk. You got to, <laughs> you got to run errands. But yeah, I feel like Tyreek Hill was absolutely sending a message and you know, negative five degrees. Yeah. You still, you still wear the outfit you plan to wear that you had laid out the night before. I'm still wearing this outfit. I didn't bring <laughs> sleeves with him. I'm not wearing sleeves. <laughs> Lucy. You don't wear sleeves. Bill Belichick doesn't wear sleeves. Where is he going to coach next? And what would be the best fit for him? Very interesting odds movement at some books for odds for his next landing spot shifted mm -hmm. uh, to the, the Falcons were the favorite. Now, any other team that is not listed as a, needs a head coach now with a vacancy any other team, a plus 600 yesterday is the favorite now. I thought I think I saw it at plus 125, which is where I believe. So if you got it at plus 600, congrats to you, because I think it will be any other team not listed that does not have a head coaching vacancy yet. I think it will be the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy has not been fired yet, but I think uh, in the end, Belichick will be the next head coach of the Cowboys. I think it makes sense. And I've been saying this, I remember Jenks, uh, uh, Brian Brodus from the Dallas station was on with us when uh, I uh -huh. filled in one day and he said this was months and months ago Cowboys he said Belichick I would not rule out Belichick going to the Cowboys and I think it might end up being the Cowboys that's where I would would put my money because that's where the scuttlebutt is leaning but also I feel like it makes sense it's already a relevant franchise for him he could win there I think he is going to whether it's the question of will he go to a team that is going to pay him a lot of money and not necessarily win could be the Falcons perhaps or a team where he is more likely to win a Super Bowl or keep winning to break Shula's record and maybe not get paid as much I think he would take the winning I think winning to him matters above everything because he's got money he's got his boat he's got his Nantucket lifestyle already so I think winning is very important to him as his career ends uh, goes to its sunset but i think uh winning will be the priority for him and i feel like the cowboys will be his landing spot oh it makes way too much sense jerry yeah. jones wants a big name i bet he was calling him at halftime during that dallas disaster in the <laughs> postseason you know he was he's like we gotta get belichick in here i don't care how much money it takes that is so cowboys it hurts like i guarantee yeah. you they're gonna be at least trying to talk to bill belichick Okay, so let's talk about the teams remaining left in the playoffs. So who do you like? Who have you adopted as your team moving forward in the postseason? Because we know the Patriots, they're not in the discussion. So who oh, do you they're like? not? 
I thought they were. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the Lions, the Detroit Lions. Though I mean, how I gotta they are they have been my other league team, like the Mets are for the Red Sox for a while. And Eminem being the spokesperson for the Lions now, he is the Taylor Swift of the Detroit Lions, which is very nice to see. And I think he's doing done a very 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 good job with his uh, ads and his game lead-ins. That I almost started crying seeing him before the game the other night because. It's not Carrie Underwood, but it's Eminem replacing him as the uh, the lead into that game, which was really I just I warmed my heart to see, and I just love listening to him talk and hearing "Lose Yourself" in the background. Uh, we need more "Lose Yourself" beds for uh, pregame things and, and TV spots. <laughs> um, but I I really uh, have to get behind the Lions here, and I want them. I don't want to say they're going to win the Super Bowl because I don't want to jinx them, but I I think that they are a team that can go uh to the super bowl but i did predict them to beat the rams but the rams to cover so i think going forward i would have a hard time taking them to cover the spread because i don't want to be wrong uh and then jinx them once again but i think i will just stay away from betting on them going forward and enjoy those games and then uh maybe i bet on the ravens this week ravens minus nine and a half I would just love mm. to see you tell that to Eminem's face, that he is the Taylor Swift to. of the Detroit Lions. And I know you would relish that. <laughs> and then hug him. But I feel like that is not something <laughs> that he would enjoy being called. That's all no. the time we have for now, Lucy. Great stuff as always. She is Lucy Burge of BeckQL. Follow her on Twitter at Lucille Burge. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.